This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Jim, what are we seeing taking place on the grains? A relatively quiet overnight trade at the moment. Not a whole lot of news really getting the market excited. Today is the Fed day, though. We are going to get an interest rate uh, adjustment possibly, but the odds are unlikely much is going to happen. It's more going to be the verbiage mark of what are they saying down the line? Are they willing to raise rates if need be? And I think that's kind of the verbiage that they're going to have. So the macro picture is taking more of a front front seat than the, the grain market at the moment. But what we are watching is South American weather. Uh, Northern Brazil still relatively warm and dry. Southern Brazil still too wet. Argentina is healing up quite nicely. So it's it's far from a guaranteed big crop in Brazil. It's far from a disaster. A lot of uncertainty, which should probably start to bring some volatility into the market if the rains do not start to materialize. And speaking of South America, Jim, we've also gotten those reports out of Argentina about the low number of soybeans that they have remaining to crush. Are we still getting those reports that it's a pretty dire situation in terms of the amount of soybeans they have left? Yeah, they pretty much are out of beans. I mean, the only way they're going to get beans is they're going to have to get it probably from the Brazilians, turn around and crush and and ship them out. But even the Brazilians may be hesitant to do that, Mark. There was a story out last week that there was 10 cargoes of beans that had been sold to the Chinese that were washed out. And what was interesting is the people who sold the beans were reported to be crushers who didn't want the beans. But when the bean meal caught this bid and rallied about $80, $90 here in the last few weeks, now those crushers wanted those beans back and not sent directly to the Chinese. They're going to crush them instead and then push the meal onto the market. So uh, the meal is probably going to be the one thing that could be relatively bullish into the world market, at least for the next couple months, until we see how South America progresses. And like I said, the Brazilians are pretty much out of beans till the end of the year, maybe early part of next year before uh, they're back into the market. So that should uh, be, like I said, a little bit supportive of the meal and should spill into the beans a bit. And Jim, back to that point you made about the Fed rate announcement and maybe kind of what we're expecting. We've gotten some economic data recently, but what do you think about the overall picture and maybe what we might see with that Fed rate announcement? Well, I think what they're going to say is uh, they're going to leave it unchanged. They're, you know, what I'm seeing, we're about halfway through earnings seasons. Overall, their earnings have been relatively well. But if you look at how the stock market's performed, it's performed really not that well. Now, granted, earning, you know, the, the stock market's not necessarily the economy, but there's definitely kind of a, a kind of a canary in a coal mine. Um, you know, the S&P had the worst three-month sell-off since, uh, you know, the pandemic. And, you know, the CEO's market saying, hey, look, we're, we're very worried about, you know, essentially earnings down the line. And I think that's going to have kind of a negative or a pause approach to the Fed. And I think the Fed may just leave everything alone, at least, and just wait and see what's happening. Because, you know, they've been putting the brakes on the economy for over a year now. You know, they can let off that break a little bit by quitting raising rates, but the economy could still be slowing down, which is what they want. But we got to be very careful because if we slow it down too much, we will slip into a recession despite that great GDP number we've had. Because you look what's going on around the world. Europe's struggling. Some of, you know, Europe is moving into recession. China's economy is very, very fragile. Their housing sector is just an absolute disaster. If that bleeds in the U.S. and all of a sudden, you know, the rest of the world in the U.S. are all having economic problems, that is not good for anybody. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Let's switch over to the livestock side of the markets, Jim. What are we seeing taking place there? 
Well, the Hogs have had a nice little rebound here the last couple of days. They're trading pretty good discount to the cash market. They've kind of getting a little bit better in line with it. They're probably going to get starts to stall out as they're getting close to these long-term moving averages. The cattle market's trying to rebound after that absolutely, you know, thumping of the market got after the bearish cattle on feed report. Maybe try to go up and fill some of those gaps. I think in general, though, we're going to be more of a sideways range in this cattle market. I know there's long-term, hopefully we can try to take out these highs. But right now, after the economic uncertainty going into the holidays, I think the odds are high that the cattle market moves more into a sideways trading range. And Jim, with the hogs, we know it has been rough sledding for the hogs, but you look towards the future, and I was reading some reports kind of, um, I guess, prognosticating about next year and kind of what to expect, and it might get a little bit better, but it's probably going to be kind of a long haul here where it's it's not the easiest thing to look at every single day, is it? No, it's not. I mean, the reality is right now we've got too much um, you know, product on the market right now. We've got to limit the supply or get prices down low enough to stimulate demand, which obviously is not what producers want. So it could be a little bit of slog. And a lot of that is going to hinge on how the economies go. We'll see, like I said, how the Fed goes today. And then, Jim, as we're looking at demand numbers right now, kind of in the short term, of course, we're getting close to wrapping up growing season, but we do at least get that little bit of a boost from the holiday season. Yeah, we do. I mean, uh, you get that season on the, especially on the protein side, you know, well, consumers, they tend to want to splurge a little bit. I think that should be supportive. I am worried a little bit of how much, how bad the consumer is being maxed out on his credit cards, student debt repayments kicking in. As we get into the next year, once we get kind of the holiday where people tend to splurge, that could be a negative time frame for us. We need to, you know, if you're out there, just keep an eye on what the you know, retail sales over the holidays. If they're strong, that's a good sign that people are optimistic. If the retail sales are kind of lagging expectations, that is definitely a red flag. And more reason for us to be dialed into the overall economic picture and how much money people have to spend and are willing to spend at the supermarket as well. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Jim, how can our listeners get in touch for more marketing information? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758. Lots of great information from Jim and the team. Jim, thank you so much for the time and have a great week. Thank you for having me on. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn down a quarter of a cent at 478 and a half. November soybeans down one even at 1286 even. January soybean meal down $3.30 at 414.70. January soybean oil down 11 cents at 50.72. Chicago wheat up three and a quarter at 5.88 and a half. Minneapolis wheat up two and a half at 7.31 even. Kansas City hard red wheat up six even at 6.35 and a quarter. On the Merck, December live cattle down 22 cents at 183.32. November feeder cattle up 40 cents at 238.10. And December lean hogs down 20 cents at 71.52. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.